0: Well, let me just take down all of these orange s- spooky ghosts and pack up all my candy corn, which I bought and nobody likes, and I don't know why I buy it. Buy it. I, oh man, I wish Halloween could go on forever. Boom! Ho ho ho
1: ho! To you,
0: sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the Red Man. I, he's either the Kool Aid Man or Santa Claus. I don't know. It's me, be-
1: <laughs> your jolly neighborhood Red Man. <laughs> Here to take away all the spoop and dark and Satan that was clouding your minds with sin. And I'm here today to show you that you can give gifts and expect them to be returned at full value.
0: You know what? I reject you. It's too early for your your Santanic. Practices, (laughs) I prefer satanic Practices, how dare you
1: I'm not your Chrysler man I'm the Redman I bring Jolly Redman joy To all the boys and girls As long as they paid their taxes Well maybe, uh, can the
0: Redman Get me a copy of Red Dead Redemption 2 That'd be great, I really want one
1: It's got too many hours of Gameplay, you can't afford it It's the M word Ho 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 hello and welcome to the M word a Chrysler special I'm your west God, no. First uh, I
0: mean, of all, we are not sponsored by Chrysler in any way. Christmas. Nor is this a Christmas,
1: a beginning of a Christmas season.
0: No, Just I reject the, this is my one come, veto.
1: I get my one veto. Come with me on this journey. We're going to go around it. What we did is tricked you, the listener. How many times have you checked your phone? How? Don't lie to me. You checked and made sure that it was whatever day this comes out. November something. S- second. You checked to make sure it wasn't December 2nd. And guess what? You've been tricked. You've been tricked and you've been treated by the jokes on this podcast. Uh, I'm your West Coast Millennial Connor.
0: And I am your Lone Star, no longer a a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but more of a turkey-eaten,
1: gonna-get-real-sleepy Millennial Kyle. We're just too... Full stuffed turkeys trying to solve each other's problems, and hopefully maybe one day a generation's. They Kyle... call me
0: Mr. Butterball because I'm a turkey now.
1: Hi, hello. I'm Can a turkey. We talk about how much my grandma called me a turkey when I was a kid.
0: Oh yeah, it's 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 the it's like um what other animal really gets kind of that kind of name recognition. Just for all the bad things, right? But or I guess like it's like cute bad things. So it's just like, oh gosh, you're such a turkey.
1: You're a little turkey. They're like because you're you're a nuisance, but and I'm definitely gonna chop you up into bits and eat you. But yeah. you're also got a little cute you got a little cute little walk going on with your little neck. Or is it like, gosh, I just wonder
0: what it'd look like if I just put a duck inside you. Oh What my would gosh. happen if I put a a duck in you? Oh man, what if I? What would happen if I put a chicken inside of a duck inside of a you? Oh man, I wonder what you'd be such a little turkey. Mm, I'm gonna eat you up, Connor. Let's first, before we dive even deeper into this most thankful of months, I think we need to go to the to the Bidness podcast. Bum, bum,
1: bum, bum.
0: Hey guys, you know the last week, the the last week was a rough one for Andrew. He had sent us all these messages and said, please help me. I'm going to Japan. I'm, I'm already in Japan. Please help me. I'm just waiting for you to tell me what to do. And we
1: gave, I mean, phenomenal solutions, I think, personally. Phenomenal solutions and phenomenal things to do. Phenomenal job descriptions.
0: Yes, we did. And one of those things was the Tokyo Ramen Show, which Connor... If you listen back, which we both listen back to our show because we're narcissists, it, we got we got real excited for the Tokyo Ramen show.
1: Wait, mm, wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me Andrew went to this Tokyo Ramen show?
0: Well, Andrew did send us an email, and he updated us on his trip so far, and first of all, uh, he said that he asked some people if they knew you, Connor, or anything about your ancestry. I'm not even joking surprised he said that. I'm going to need to read this. He did, and then he said, I'm getting nowhere on that. So, And then he said something called gomen nasai, which, you know, I probably should have checked before I said that out loud. Maybe it's like a Japanese slur of some kind. Um, I'm just gonna quick Google translate
1: that. Um, I'm sorry. It means I'm sorry. Aw, oh, Andrew, thank you, thank you for trying. But, and I mean, I guess maybe maybe I'm sorry is more meaningful in Japanese. Maybe but in English, I'm sorry means like, oh, I I'm sorry for you and your your inability to deal with reality. And you know, I'm. Mad. Why couldn't you find him? It's a very small island. There's like there's like so little people on there. And I not That's physically no, little. Jesus. Not physically... like there's <sighs> not as many I don't know much about it. I just don't know much about it. It's an island. It's in Asia. Well, let's let's go let's go to where he's updated us,
0: right? Let's go back to the Tokyo Ramen show, which was very important to us. He said I did hear about the ramen show, but every single local in Tokyo I asked about it said it was expensive out of the way and not worth it, which is so just depressing to hear about the Tokyo ramen show.
1: Well, here, here's what I'm thinking. Okay. If you're a local and I, and I'm hoping he asked locals. Well, he he specifically
0: says locals in Tokyo.
1: All right. Maybe he met a few people named local anyway. If he asked them and they were like, Oh, we, we are not into it because it's not like it's out of the way, it's not that great, it's expensive. It didn't look too expensive, but to your to your average American, I have a feeling they would have been more into it. Do Japanese do Japanese people use Yelp?
0: I don't know. This is kind of
1: why we're in this situation, is because neither of us know anything about Japan. Well, it had great reviews on Yelp is what I'm saying. So even if the locals are like, oh, yeah, it's stupid. If it has like 3,000 ratings and it's like four and a half stars, that shit's worth it.
0: Yeah, but it's probably all propaganda, you know, from the the Japanese
1: royal family, Jap- um, <laughs> some some like that. Um, if you don't hear enough about that Japanese royal family,
0: well, actually, I say that, but they were actually ju- definitely in the news because the Japanese princess renounced her title to fall in love.
1: Basically, she's a lifetime movie now. Oh, I okay. Well, we'll have to update you guys that on that. I'll I'll <laughs> investigate. Me and Andrew <laughs> will work together.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely have a, a Japanese royalty corner that we'll just check in with all the time, um, like you do. Um, other things he told us, he said he's in Kyoto and he's going to Osaka, which, and then Hiroshima, and those are all places in Japan. So that all checked out. Um, there's a bunch of good food, and he's walked 62 miles, so that's pretty good, Andrew. Just keep it up, uh, anonymous Andrew. As he's wait, 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 here. wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold the foot. Yep, hold the foot, holding the foot. Did he
1: call it miles?
0: He, well, yeah, no. He had to tra- he translated for us. See, he knew when he put the Gomen nasai oh, in the
1: front, oh. he knew that was going to be a lot of work to translate. Kyle, what if? Uh, and I'm not trying to like start something. Kyle, what if this guy's lying? So you think Andrew is not
0: because obviously he didn't get accurate information about the Tokyo ramen show, I've and now he's no- using miles whenever
1: Jap- Japan clearly <sighs> uses metric if I have seen enough crime shows to know what to look for in these like these translations yeah and whenever you have something like that I, I was trying to snap but I my, I only have my left hand free and I'm not good at snapping wait wait what's your right you. what's your right hand doing it's holding something important
0: okay can I tell you why I think Andrew it's is telling mouse. the truth
1: okay yeah that makes sense I'm just
0: holding my mouse I'm going to tell you why I think Andrew is telling the truth. It's because he's put this one sentence in there, which I didn't read for some reason. And I don't know why. I just skipped over it. And it's the best sentence in this email. And he says, my travel partner knows some decent Japanese enough to navigate a conversation with a woman who approached us on the street, trying to sell her clients happy massages. I think that says messages. No, it's massages. It's happy. It's, it's jerking off massages. That's what it's massages with a happy ending. My mouth is a gape. You, your mouth is a gape. Um, so that's how you know it's true is because they don't jerk off people in massage tables unless you're in Japan.
1: And how would he know that? Wait, they don't say what happens next. Um, I they think just said we were hunting down good yakitori.
0: Yakitori. So clearly that's another Japanese thing that he knows. And, but the price is too high. So obviously he's aware,
1: man, or maybe he just did his research. I don't know, Andrew, we need pics or it didn't happen. We, you know, I have to come back on the pod so we can, so we can break this down and we can really understand this. And may honestly, I mean, if if you're digging into this investigative journalism that you have have so willingly, uh, dedicated your life to, uh, can you please be our Japanese correspondent for millennials? I don't know Finally. much about Japanese millennials.
0: Finally, we've gotten to the point, just like we planned from the beginning of the M word into our backdoor pilot of investigative journalism podcasting. This is the beginning of it. We finally got here. It took 34 episodes.
1: We're here, guys. Welcome to the M word where the M stands for murder. Or... Um, you know, may, may,
0: maiden voy maiden voyages. I'm trying to think of an M that has to do with travel because I think that's going to be our thing, Connor. Our thing is travel, right? We go to Brazil and we're like, "Did they just elect a dictator?" The M word's going to find out. Um, you know, we go to Europe and we're like, "What's going on in all these old buildings?" The M word's going to find out. You know, that's going to be kind of millennial
1: our thing. millennial citizen journalists, where we put the, professional <laughs> the first. We're citizens. the first millennial citizen journalists. God, Uh, thank you for listening to the Bidnit Podcast. Boom, boom. Okay, so
0: Connor, you may be, you may be, like our listeners may wonder, why are they talking about Thanksgiving so early, right? Two days ago, or, you know, just a week ago, we had Halloween. It's too early to talk about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's at the end of November. That's a lot. That's not how it works anymore, Connor. What? Yeah, because I'm here to tell you that Thanksgiving is earlier now. It's earlier in the month, and it's this week because <laughs> this is the only week. And I'm looking at my local mall and events page, and do you want to know when Santa shows up? And so when Santa shows up, that marks the beginning of the Christmas season,
1: obviously. When? When? He
0: shows up November 8th. That's when Santa shows up. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, that's, so,
1: I mean, that's, we, we had to get this episode out of the way.
0: Right, so this week is Thanksgiving. That's why we're talking about Thanksgiving so much, because this is the only Thanksgiving period by itself. Halloween's over. Um, Santa hasn't
1: showed up yet for Christmas, so this is it. This week is all we got, guys. I mean, we're hungry, hungry boys. We're hungry hippos. We don't know if the world's going to last into 2019 anyway, so let's get this turkey in our bellies.
0: So how do we... It's such a strange scheduling error on the part of the founding fathers who put together Halloween
1: and Thanksgiving. <laughs> how they, they were so good at learning the philosophy of politics and government, but man, they're so bad at
0: scheduling. They just had no, I mean, July 4th, they really nailed like, that's a good
1: one. Um, they're like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But that was, that's a thing that wasn't even proposed by the founding father. That was like the founding father's wife. She was like, Hey, can we, how about we break apart? The fucking holidays, please. And there were, and then they took credit for it, bastards.
0: They did. What you don't know, if you look at the Declaration of Independence real closely, you'll actually see scratched out, it says January 3rd. And it's like, that's a real bad day. Everybody's still basically hung over from New Year's. And they scratched it out, right, whenever Mrs. Washington was like, hey, why don't you put it in the summer? Because people are going to, these firework things are real cool. And, um, and so you really just want to throw shit up in the sky. Nobody wants to stand outside in the cold in January. So why don't you put it in the summer, make it July 4th. I'm Mrs. Washington. Hi, it's independence day.
1: It's independence day. Kyle, listen. So I told you this during the break, but I'll tell you now again that me and Alexandra are going to go to Philly, uh, whenever I visit New York soon. Yeah. And I'm so pumped to find that Declaration of Independence right there well, in the Philly <laughs> Hall, Kyle, don't you don't 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 nope. don't. Nope. Yeah, I can't wait to see it because I have heard this and I want to verify it for myself. Uh, uh-huh, yeah. That it the Declaration is covered in whiteout.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. They don't they
0: don't talk enough about all the errors Thomas Jefferson made during his life, uh, first slavery. Um, Second, kind of being this agrarian elitist. And then third, just so many spelling errors. He was such a bad speller. He was so
1: bad at spelling. You, You could really tell in the Second Amendment when it says you have the right to bear arms. It's actually you have the right to beard arms. There's a D at the end of bear. Well, see, I don't...
0: I have to... I, sorry, I hate to be the guy who's all up on current events, but the Supreme Court has not determined whether or not that is the correct um, mistake that was that was there because it's either beard arms or it's wear palms, And it would, so they're really not sure <laughs> which one it is. And until the Supreme Court
1: Supreme Court really analyzes it and says which one it is, we'll never know. We'll never know. I mean, honestly, if if I were to make a prediction, I would say that Kavanaugh is going to be very pro beard arms.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, because he's a real jackass. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: what, I'm really gonna, like- <laughs> what I really like, there's
1: whiteout on the Declaration. There's whiteout. I'm going to see it on the Liberty Bell. They tried to super glue that shit back together. It didn't work.
0: Yeah, just so I can say it before you get all the tweets. um, The Declaration of Independence is not in Philadelphia. It's in the National Archives in Washington, D.C. Okay, thank you. Tweet over. That was a tweet. Hi, welcome to the time where I tweet on the show.
1: Can, Can there be a safe space for me to lie to the public. Why is it that I can't just say what I want to a group of people that care about what I say? Um I'm th- I'm reading the biography
0: of Alexander Hamilton right now. I've been reading it literally for months because it's the longest fucking book I've ever seen in my life <laughs> and I had no idea and he's I- read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's ridiculous. I've not read the Bible. I grew up Catholic, so that was not required reading. I do think, though, that you should visit, while in Philadelphia, which serves as our nation's second temporary capital before Washington, D.C., you should visit the first bank of the United States, which Alexander Hamilton built, and that's in Philadelphia, and that's the only thing I can really think about right now, as far as—I read that chapter last night, so that's why it's top of my mind.
1: I already but, ha- Kyle, I already have a whole bunch of things. Museum of American Revolution, Barnes yeah. Museum, Independence Hall, Liberty Hall, American Philosophical Museum. And you brought some uh, super glue
0: for the Liberty Bell.
1: I really hope they let me do it, Kyle. Oh, you have to be sneaky. They're not going to let you do anything. Nobody's thought about it, and I and I'm furious. You're like this thing can ring again. Like it, it we can fix it, guys. We can fix Liberty. Please uh, let why us fix Liberty. We fix it? It's one of those things. that's like I know it doesn't seem like it would have an effect on our democracy. Yeah, but I'm really all in for anything at this point. Like, yeah, I'll do anything to fix what's kind of going on.
0: Well, if you do it though. You realize it's, I mean, in this age of instant live stream, like, 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 like retweet, you're gonna have to make a stunt out of it. You're gonna need to make it a stunt, and so like as you put on the super glue, as you like jump over the you know the guards, and like uh, Alexandra takes a stun gun and, and hits the kneecap of an old gray lady. <laughs> you're gonna have to like yell as you put the super glue on, like "I think the Electoral College is a sham," and then you put the super glue on it, and you're like,
1: I, f- "I fixed it," and then that you gotta make it a stunt. You gotta make a statement. I'm into that. I am into that. I don't want to live stream, though. I want to go back to the old ways people got news. Hire town criers. <laughs> there, I thought you were going to say radio, but you went further back. Oh, and I dude, like bro. Bro, revolution style. The we British don't... are coming. The British are coming. Connor, uh, a, a millennial's super gluing the Liberty Bell.
0: Yeah. One, one lantern if by bell, two lanterns
1: if... Not by bell. That's the old system. Paul three Riviere. iPhone LEDs. The Liberty Bell is in shambles.
0: It is. I w- we don't talk enough about how the radio industry killed the town crier industry. And I think this is something
1: people lost their jobs. People you know? lost their jobs. Why aren't we having more candidates that are saying we need back our criers? Yeah. Do you know that 80
0: like something like 83 years ago, like on the day we're recording, is the anniversary of Orson Wells' War of the Worlds radio broadcasts that freaks mm-hmm. people out in New Jersey? And I bet you, if town criers were still around, nobody would have freaked out about War of the Worlds,
1: you know? No, you would have seen him. You would have seen his eyes and seen he knew you, he loved you, he accepted you, he was joking. It was all a story.
0: <laughs> exactly. He'd have been like, we interrupt this um, town crier message to tell you about aliens, Martians, coming to New Jersey. And then you're just out there like, is that Orson Welles? God, I haven't I haven't seen uh, Citizen haven't, Kane, but I that looks like Orson seen... Welles.
1: His face, but he looks a lot He he has that ring to his voice, you know? <laughs>
0: Somebody shouts from the back of the crowd, say Rosebud! Hey Orson Well, say Rosebud.
1: Hey <laughs> Sing Free Bird! Can you sing Free Bird? Yeah. Do Free <laughs> do you know, Bird.
0: Do you know Wonderwall by Oasis? Can you do that one? Do the floss dance! <laughs> <laughs> do you play Fortnite? What's your tag? Do you play Fortnite? Follow me Man, on Twitch.
1: I think, I think that's the thing is like, it used to be like the town crier would do it and you would have people like shouting their comments. Like, like angry face. <laughs> I I am, as I'm
0: reading this biography though, and I did the same thing when I was reading the biography of Benjamin Franklin. I've read a bunch of biographies and it is fascinating to listen and see how people interact. And I feel like we only get one side of history. We get this like elitist side of these very well-versed proper gentlemen and we're reading like their papers and they sound so eloquent, but they put, you know, cause Alexander Hamilton had a sex scandal. Oh, that's, you can, you can do that in Philadelphia cause it took place in Philadelphia. You can go to the house where uh, Alexander Hamilton cheated on his wife. You should do that. Add that to the tour,
1: Connor. Oh my God. Yeah, I could it, be in the room where it happened. You could be in the room where it
0: happened so many times. God, oh, Alex. no. Please stop it for the sake of our country. Um, No, but he's like super eloquent. But then they put in in the biography, they put a letter that James Reynolds, who is the husband of the wife he was sleeping with, and his like extortion letter. And it's so filled with spelling errors and like terrible grammar and like very bad just writing in general. And you're like, see, this is probably what the majority of America Sounded like
1: this is how they wrote. I love this. We've discovered something. All we do is see, like, the greats of the past as far as, like, what the the most influential people. But because most people aren't influential, we just see people and be like, man, I need to be like that. But there's people like the husband of Reynolds who sounds like a piece of human garbage. I say that. I haven't read him with my, with my eyeballs, but I'm going to trust your word on it, Kyle. Well, and just, and, like, trust history. He was a piece of trash. Let our bar lower for some things and rise for others it's a challenge you know we gotta we gotta balance like oh i need to be better person and like just like being a decent person but i don't have to focus so much on being a a quote-unquote influencer yeah we
0: don't we're not all founding fathers some of us are founding mothers some of us are
1: Some of us interrupt other people while they're talking. <laughs> and then don't finish with their very funny joke that they clearly interrupted for. It was going
0: to be really good. Yeah, just go ahead and give it to us though now. Just go ahead and give it to us now. No, now I got to save it
1: because I found it.
0: No, because I have, a Connor, I have a sneaking suspicion that you just were repeating it and didn't have a joke. I have a thought. My name is
1: Sherlock Holmes. I'm the detective. This is my det- I'm detecting. Oh no, now you're the detective. I don't even remember what we were saying. Oh, founding. Some people are founding fathers. Some people are founding mothers. Some of us are Some people are lost. I interrupted that time. You bastard ass.
0: Um, well, I think that we definitely got off topic talking about Thanksgiving, which took place before our founding fathers were even here. So let's just wrap up this nice bow on Thanksgiving, because if we don't talk about it now, we can't talk about it next week because next week Christmas starts. I'm pretty sure that's how time works. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is important for reasons,
1: those reasons are f- food. Mm, Kyle, I am so done talking about these turkeys. Can we please ask some questions? Okay, yeah. The
0: question is Are we done with Thanksgiving? And the answer is yes, it is. <laughs> that answer is unequivocally. Yes, Thanksgiving. That's you're soft- done. <laughs> please be more interesting next year. Thank you so much. Yeah, can maybe you've you get been a solved. mascot. Please get a mascot. You know how like uh, Christmas has Santa Claus and Easter has the Easter Bunny and like Halloween has Satan. Can you please get one, please?
1: You don't. You there's no other holiday where the mascot is eaten. Can you do a different one? <laughs> yeah, although we
0: could make a case for the Easter Bunny we're oh, eating cuz no. it pops out those easter eggs. The easter bunny is the only bunny that lays eggs. We know that. And it, uh, it's because Jesus kissed it. And <laughs> um and when we eat the young it, we eat the young of the easter bunny and that's why he's always alone every year. Oh god, this is sad.
1: So many holidays, I have so many secret sad jokes. Kyle, do you have them ready? Um absolutely
0: I do. All right, so Rob 11:50 on reddit he went he found the subreddit for no stupid questions and these are the kind of problems we like to solve rob asks so if we colonize mars will we have towns like new new york new new orleans new new mexico what are our thoughts we need we need to solve this because obviously we are going to be the first generation that colonizes another planet like people haven't colonized anything since like the 1400s
1: right so we are going to have a new opportunity I'm so tired of hearing people talk about the fact that, oh, you can just say Mars in front of the word. No. no, <laughs> Mar- no, no, no
0: Mars no, 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 New York? No, 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 no. I ca- okay, hold on. Don't Mars just- <laughs>
1: York? No.
0: Don't throw that one to the side because that is a compelling argument. Mars
1: Texas? Come on.
0: The red Texas? Maybe we can just make it all red.
1: Red York. All right, communist. How about <laughs> yeah. we take it a step back?
0: God, if Mars could be
1: communist, who? Wouldn't that be grand? I think we could really get it right if we were on Mars. What if, I know, but what if, like, that's the reason that, like, socialism hasn't worked in, uh, in, like, our history is because we've been trying to do it on a planet with so much gravity.
0: You know, that's a great point, Connor, because there's too much freedom in our planet. We can just do whatever we want on our planet, but on Mars, like, you can't. You have to like abide by the systems that are in place or else you die because that planet is not hospitable to you.
1: Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Our cultures will be different. We'll build a new culture. They're going to have universal air care and and also health care. Yeah. <laughs> Their laws won't be bound as as hard as gravity.
0: Gosh, can you imagine how many baby boomers are just seething right now at the thought of a democratic socialist Mars, because it's going to have to be like Connor. You made a great point. This is the only system. Andy Weir, the guy who wrote the Martian, he wrote a book called Artemis. That was all about like the first colony on the moon. And it was like all about that being so strictly controlled be like for tours and people living there. And they still had organized crime, but it was so strictly controlled. Like it has to be, because otherwise you die and people die.
1: I don't think people will be as worried about the restrictions. They you know here we want freedom because we're bound so tightly by earth's gravity. Up there we won't be as worried about it because we'll be so free. We'll be so we'll be so free we'll we'll crave that structure. We'll crave that that uh something tying us down if you will. Totally. I was I did have to double
0: check the gravity on mars just real quick so you've brought that up a couple times and i really wanted to know because it is, it's a smaller planet than the earth which means its gravity would be less but it's still pretty big and so it's its gravity is like a little bit less than half compared wow. to the moon the moon is like 15 percent of our gravity so whenever they're bouncing up there on the moon they're bouncing a lot higher than they are on mars
1: that's fine yeah, I just want to jump higher, dude. <laughs> can I get
0: can I get a real good vertical, please? <laughs> Jesus didn't give it to me, so God Mars, please do. Yeah, can the God of Mars help me out? Can we go back to this naming towns? Because we're going to need good names, and I think we're going to have to base it on a made-up Martian language that the first guy who gets there, right, he's going to be a real joker. But you know the first guy that gets to Mars, he's going to be a real joker. And he's going to be like, "Um, hey, this is um, Fart Street. This is Fart Town. Um, fart is a Martian word for flower. So, hi, welcome to Fart Mars. Welcome to Fart Mars. Hi, my wow. name is Derek. I'm the first man on Mars, and I got to name it. So,
1: thank you. Welcome to Fart Mars. Can we get some funny boys running Mars? We got so many serious people running countries out here <laughs> yeah we don't want
0: debt welcome to debt hi welcome to the debt ceiling mars pick out your
1: house hi w- welcome to income inequality mars squared how can we be of assistance to you <laughs> oh you live in
0: income inequality mars i live in quarterly reports mars hi um it's a 15 minute uh rover
1: Hi, I'm in 15% tax bracket, Mars. I'm trying to go underground into legal correspondence, uh, Mars. I hate it. I hate it. No one wants to go there. How are they going to sell tickets? Hi, my name my name
0: is Bruce, and this is Lock Her Up Mars. Um, and this is my <laughs> tribute to the Grand Central God President. Damn it! Hi, this is welcome. No, no other people
1: allowed. Oh, I swear, if I see a green feller, I'm gonna shoot him full of buckshot. That will be really interesting. I wish it would have happened in li- my lifetime to see how humans will physically change from being on a different planet and, and evolve differently than those on another on Earth that'll be super cool man
0: yeah i've i've played fallout 4 and i know that you have in the you know post-apocalypse 200 years from now you have regular humans and then you have uh uh, ghouls who are just zombies but then you also have super mutants who are big green monsters and they used to be humans but now they're big and green so that's probably what's going to happen how
1: how many years in the future is Fallout
0: Four supposed to be? Fallout Four is two hundred years in the future because the main character, the sole survivor, is stuck in a cryo vault and he gets okay. up two hundred years later.
1: There's no way in Jose that they're gonna humans are gonna evolve into big greenish monsters. Okay. Well, it's probably more to do with radiation. radiation years. No, no, that's not how that works. You're not gonna turn. You're gonna die. well you're all just- <laughs> We're going to
0: need testing, I think, for sure. So let's just
1: start irradiating no, I some took people. I took a semester in anthropology, okay? I know enough to say that 200 years ain't enough for those things to populate and stabilize in another... P- Listen, Kyle, you're talking to a professor. Okay. I can I can tell by your voice, Mister Professor. You're talking to a professor. I've been in y- y- many years in the in the professorship to know the the stories.
0: Well, Professor, can I ask you a very good question about evolution, since you're so knowledgeable? Please um, make it quick. I gotta take my
1: diaspora.
0: Oh, okay, all right. I'll make this very quick. Are there any primary smells? Because as everyone knows, the primary colors are magenta, cyan, and yellow. I don't think that's r- accurate.
1: <laughs> listen, I- hold listen, on. listen.
0: Hold what? on, professor. What? I'm almost certain the primary colors are red, blue, and yellow. Is that not accurate? I'm Googling uh, cyan, it now. Cyan,
1: magenta. Hey, that's for printer ink, you dumb. No, that's red, definitely blue, primary and colors. are primary colors for other... Yeah, Kyle, okay, out of professor voice, it's not, it's not the case, look, look, hurry up and Google it so you can read it.
0: No, I'm I'm saying the truth. The primary colors are blue, red, and yellow, not magenta, cyan, and yellow. I don't know what color cyan
1: is. It's like a light blue.
0: Okay, so this person is just like trying, it's a greenish blue, which, so cyan is what would happen between yellow and blue, so, but it's not a primary color. Are you reading a Reddit question? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> this person on the internet didn't say the right thing and it's pissing me off. <laughs> how dare they? Basically, this person wants to know if there's a set of smells that when combined could make every smell in existence. So are there like three smells that make up all smells in different percentages? Just like how colors are really just three colors in different variations.
1: Okay. So there's, there's three main... There are, right? There's three main things you can smell. Um we'll start off with, with Wet Dog. Wet Dog. So you have bad smell, you go, "Ooh, Wet Dog." Yeah. Ooh. I'm not into that stay away possible death. Yes. You you have chocolate. Good smell. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate delicious smell. warm chocolate, uh chocolate chip cookies, yeah. brownies. Good smell. Just generally and that won't baking. Baking in general, it falls under this category. Baking, baking goods, fire, heat, good. Wet dog, cold, dirty, ruining carpet probably. I imagine won't go I, away even with Febreze.
0: I imagine sweat is probably also under the bad wet dog smell, right? Because
1: a wet dog is just dog sweat. Ew, no, yeah, no, sweat is involved in there. You have uh, pickles. Oh yeah, um, definitely that pickles going there.
0: And then we all know we all know the third uh, primary smell, which is horny. It's horny smell. Um, it's that sex smell.
1: You would be surprised how much you can smell sex. You Wait. thought <laughs> you thought you couldn't. You're like, oh man, that's only a thing like dogs can smell like pheromones. No, I'm like, I'm not in no but you're feeling it. Oh yeah, you can smell the sex, that sex like when, smell. Whenever you have that that 40-year-old guy wearing too tight of a t-shirt walking up to you and you're just hit with that whiff of uh, <laughs> of Calvin Klein's uh, <laughs> sex
0: bomb bomb. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Axe body spray and I was like, no, that belongs in the bad smell.
1: That's, no, that's, ax that's body that's, that's and sodium, a bad smell. That's just dog sweat. Yeah. No, you're talking we're talking 40-year-old Calvin Klein sex bomb mom the third. Smell it like you mean it. <laughs> the the squeakle. <laughs> <laughs> what? From wait, How did we get to the squeakle?
0: I don't know I was naming I was naming things I was adding things onto that your Calvin Klein name and I just ended it kind of with the
1: squeakle okay well listen you got your smells you got your good you got your bad and you got your horny and that's and we make up all the smells
0: you ever have that bad horny smell that's a what's that bad horny smell Connor just real quick the squeakle (laughs) it is it's the squeakle that's what we call it Um, I got one last Reddit question and this is very appropriate since Halloween has just ended and we're all kind of losing our fascination with the devil because we were, you know, we had our little, uh, courtship during the month of Halloween, but now it's, (laughs) it we're over. And, um, an MDK phantom asked this very good question. They say, say you make a deal with the devil and lose your soul. What's so bad about not having a soul? I did turn into Jerry Seinfeld there at the end.
1: But what's so bad about having no soul. And what's so bad about airplane souls, right? I'm not good at it. I'm not very good at impressions, but uh I any users Hoosiers... No, there's a that's actually any t- so I out of all the philosophers that I've been reading uh every <laughs> single one of them thinks we have a soul and it pisses me off to no fucking end because as soon as they introduce the idea of a soul the rest of their argument suddenly falls to pieces because they try to make it work and it just doesn't well let me ask you this one question why then
0: do we have ghost humans but not like ghost deer if
1: we're all just animals without souls huh those ghost stories don't want to talk about ghost deer because it doesn't fit in their narrative. There are plenty of ghost goat, ghost deer, and also goat deer, which is an abomination. Which is abomination. We need to kill them. Kill them. Kill them so good. No, but that's because they're not as grievanced. <laughs> they just want some more grass. They don't need to like murder your family. They they're they're bounding in plentiful grass fields on on the skies of Elysium. Okay. These, these humans, on the other hand, they've been unhappy their whole lives, and I mean, then they get shot down. No, they're going to come back. They're going to come back.
0: Oh, there's a lot of responses on this Reddit, people having some fun. Um, shine says, not having a soul isn't so bad. I get along just fine. And that's He's, just real fun.
1: Oh, is he a ginger?
0: Oh, God. That was so... I
1: have ginger in my
0: family, and I pray for their souls or the absence of every day.
1: Kyle, you should pray for your own soul. You're connected to him.
0: Well, you know,
1: Jesus really loves
0: my family because my mom married my dad um, and my dad who is a ginger and she specifically married him, not for any of his personality or um, anything like that, but simply because of his hair because she wanted ginger children. And none of us have red hair.
1: So, played the trick on her. I think she just wanted to save... His like soul in a way because he births non gingers. So in the eyes of Mars God, he's okay. He just got to get a Mars <laughs> soon. That is he's how to get over there,
0: Connor. We haven't even talked about how the redheads are going to be the primary species on Mars because they have natural camouflage.
1: Oh, my mouth has a gape. I'm so excited for this.
0: I'm so glad every time your mouth is open that you tell us, and every time I wonder, is is a gape?
1: A real word every time you say it i wonder it it sure is it i know it because i read it somewhere probably (laughs) no i just hold on hold on on, because i want to dig into this again who is our ginger leadership on mars great question um ron weasley that's the first ginger i could think
0: of who else is redheaded huh uh, Emma Stone? No, she was blonde, really. Who's a who's like a legitimate famous redhead? Well, let me just Google it. This is what the internet is for. Eh, famous redheads. And um well, there's a lot of women. And I I don't know if that's all natural, you know? I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, because I, 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 Amy Adams, God, she could
1: she could run my play Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I told you I, I saw her in Brooklyn, right? Yes, you did. Um. Okay, good. Just want to make, sure, make sure.
0: But sure. her hair is a little, it's a m- bit more auburn. You know, it's a bit more brownish red. It's not like, oh, it's, not dude. A, it's not a Julianne Moore, you know? Prince Harry. He, okay. So we've gotten this royalty thing back.
1: Okay. And he won't but, lose his hair like his brother. Oh, man. Prince of Mars. Prince... <gasps> The Duke of Mars. No, no, he's the prince. The Duke of Mars is Ron Howard. Ron Howard's not going to make it. And
0: I hate to tell you that. What? <laughs> he's not. He he sold his soul. He sold his Mars soul to make a beautiful mind in Apollo 13. And those were so good. He was banned from going to Mars by the Mars uh, Satan. Kyle, I wish sometimes that you would shut up.
1: Well, that's not the nature of this podcast. So <laughs> I wish sometimes I wish you would just shut up.
0: I wish that you would just dye your mouth sometimes. (laughs) Let's okay. Better than Horace asks a better question underneath this question. What does the devil do with souls? What is he doing with them? What's he is he eating them? Is he?
1: Wait, wait, wait! What makes you think that they're getting the souls?
0: Well, the devil is making a deal to get the soul.
1: I I don't know why why that has been a, a common part of the mythos of American souls. Okay.
0: Well, well, the devil went down to Georgia, and he was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind, and he was way behind. So, okay, that's a clue. He was way behind. Maybe he's got a quota, or he's hungry.
1: How does the I, devil I, work? Well, I'm thinking quota, because if he was hungry, then he, like, you, you can't satisfy, and he, he, is it that he's never satisfied, and so he's just way behind on, like, it's been a while? Yeah, but he's, then he's it never been, like, satisfied. The, the song would have been, it's been a while.
0: Right, he'd be like, yeah, and then he wouldn't have been able to play the fiddle so good because he'd have been he would have had low blood sugar. Why did they make the
1: devil sound so good on the fiddle? Oh my god, that's like, a Why problem, wasn't right? it just screeching like bloody murder? And instead I'm like clapping along and wanting to get jiggy with it.
0: Well, to be fair, a band of demons joined in at,
1: at one point in the song. <laughs> um and so that did happen.
0: God, the, the devil went down to Georgia yeah. is such a good song.
1: The Hell Philharmonic came in and just saved his ass.
0: Oh, they did. Um, God, all I want to do is sing. The devil went down to Georgia. Right now, <middling> oh, so good. Um, yeah, that's the pretty much the end of that question. Um, is it so? Ba- What's so bad about not having a soul? Um, you need a Mars soul to get to Mars.
1: Let's just leave it at that, right? Let's leave it at that, and we also want to leave this podcast at that. Um. Thank you so much for listening and getting all the way to the end of this ridiculous show. Oh, my God. I don't know how you've you've managed to work your way all the way to the end of it. But if you have, please, in the name of, I guess, anybody you care about, put... Just give us a rating on iTunes. Yeah. yeah it just We know you like it. Just, like, if you've gotten this far, give us a rating. It means so much to us. I would sell my
0: soul for you to rate us please and I only have so much soul left
1: oh my god I'd give it up so fast take the soul I don't care Connor
0: I just realized that if you don't believe in souls how do you believe Harry Potter ended because Horcruxes are just bits of soul we'll talk about that next week we'll talk about it next week I do want to thank Cindia Martinez for our wonderful cover art, and also Grant O'Brien for our intro song, Millennial Juice Fluid, and also our outro song, Ballad of a Dusty Boy. Oh, and also, I want to thank really quickly uh, Augie Peterson, who uh, has a podcast called The Short Stories of Augie Peterson, where she writes like nice little horror stories. The last one I listened to was about a uh, uh, what's that word where something comes alive? A, sh- uh, a thinking on a live sh- uh, a shopping cart with feelings and it's a very good story and she talked about the m-word and it was very kind and how much she loves millennial juice fluid so thank you Augie and you should go listen to her show thank you all so much for listening and as we always say you smell that you smell the sex smell you smell the sex smell oh nope
1: it's just gas
0: Oh, that's bad. I
1: have allergies to, to bad. I have allergies to bad. Bye. Bye.